0: Hi there, this is Omar Crook, host of Living with a Genius. I want to personally thank you for your financial support. Your donation helps keep this show chugging right along, and I truly couldn't do it without you. As always, thanks for listening. Be kind, do good work, and until next time. Here's Living with a Genius for April 7th, 2021. It's the birthday of legendary jazz singer Billie Holiday born on this day in 1915 Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Holiday had a difficult childhood, and adulthood, for that matter. As a child, she heard from her great-grandmother about life as a slave. She grew up away from her mother in the home of a cousin who beat her. She scrubbed floors in a whorehouse in order to hear music on the record player. And the man who raped her when she was 10 was a neighbor. Holiday quit school at the age of 12 and traveled to New York City alone, where she worked first as a maid and then as a prostitute. Jailed and then released, she moved in with her mother, who lived in Harlem. They were on the verge of eviction when Holiday, who was about 15, got a job singing, more or less by accident, at a local night spot. Late in 1932, at the age of 17, Holiday replaced the singer Monette Moore at Covans, a club on West 132nd Street. The producer John Hammond first heard Holiday there in early 1933 and arranged for Holiday to make her recording debut at the age of 18 in November of 1933 with Benny Goodman. She recorded two songs, Your Mother's Son-in-Law and Riffin the Scotch, the later being her first hit. Son-in-Law sold 300 copies, but Riff and the Scotch, released on November 11th, sold 5,000 copies. In 1935, Holiday was signed to Brunswick Records by John Hammond, beginning a collaboration that would last until 1937, when she began a stint with Count Basie. The traveling conditions of the band were often poor. They performed many one-nighters in clubs, moving from city to city with little stability, and the partnership dissolved by the beginning of the next year, when Holliday was hired by Artie Shaw, a month after being fired by Basie for, as he put it, unprofessional behavior. In November of 1938, Holliday was asked to use the service elevator at the Lincoln Hotel instead of the passenger elevator, because white patrons of the hotels complained. This may have been the last straw for Holliday. She left the band shortly after, and Holiday spoke about the incident weeks later, saying, I was never allowed to visit the bar or the dining room, as did other members of the band, and I was made to leave and enter through the kitchen. There are no surviving live recordings of Holiday with Shaw's band, because she was under contract to a different record label, and possibly because of her race. Holiday was able to make only one record with Shaw. But Holliday's seminal moment would come in 1939 with the song Strange Fruit. Written by teacher Abel Mirapol as a poem and published in 1937, it protested American racism, particularly the lynching of African Americans. Mirapol was compelled by a photo of two young African American men, Thomas Shipp and Abram Smith, who were lynched in the town center of Marion, Indiana after being accused of murder the night before. News of the lynching spread across the world. Local photographer Lawrence Beitler took what would become the most iconic photograph of lynching in America and helped inspire Miripol to write the poetry and tune, which became the poem and song, Strange Fruit, performed around the world by Billie Holiday. The song was premiered with great courage and trepidation by Holiday at the Café Society in Greenwich Village, one of New York's only integrated nightclubs at the time. For her performance of Strange Fruit at the Café Society, she had waiters silence the crowd when the song began. During the song's long introduction, the lights dimmed and all movement had to cease. As Holiday began singing, only a small spotlight illuminated her face. On the final note, all lights went out, and when they came back on, Holliday was gone. Holliday said her father, Clarence, was denied medical treatment for a fatal lung disorder because of racial prejudice, and that singing Strange Fruit reminded her of that incident. It reminds me of how Pop died, but I have to keep singing it, not only because people asked for it, but because 20 years after Pop died, the things that killed him are still happening in the South," Holiday wrote in her autobiography. Holiday's career spanned nearly 30 years, but both her professional and personal life were hobbled by her addiction to heroin and alcohol. By the late 1940s, Holiday was also beset by legal troubles and spent time in prison for possession of narcotics, after her release, Holiday performed at a sold-out concert at Carnegie Hall, but her reputation continued to deteriorate because of her ongoing drug and alcohol problems. Though she was a successful concert performer through the 1950s, with two further sold-out shows at Carnegie Hall, Holiday's bad health, coupled with a string of abusive relationships and addiction, caused her voice to wither. Her final recordings were met with mixed reaction to her damaged voice, but were mild commercial successes nonetheless, and her final album, Lady in Satin, was released in 1958. Billie Holiday died of cirrhosis on January 17th of 1959. She was 44 years old. Holiday's influence on American music and culture has endured long past her short, troubled life. She is the recipient of four posthumous Grammy Awards, all of them for Best Historical Album, and was inducted into the Grammy Hall of Fame in 1973. But perhaps Holiday's most notable role in American history was her momentous performance of Strange Fruit on the stage of the Cafe Society almost 80 years ago. Sixteen years before Rosa Parks refused to yield her seat on a Montgomery, Alabama bus, Billie Holiday declared war and sparked the civil rights movement standing all alone in a smoky nightclub. Thanks for listening. Be kind, do good work, and until next time.
1: Here is a fruit for the crows to pluck, for the rain together, for the wind to set, for the sun to.